So this new episode of What's Up Welland features a guest who I'm going to say has been on now for the third time this year, and hopefully we get him back on a couple more times. But this is a very timely episode that we get to discuss with Mayor Frank Campion, the recent uh, Association of Municipalities of Ontario conference, and how during that uh, those span of days, it was announced that the city of Welland and he as our mayor are being granted strong mayor powers. Mark, what is your what are your thoughts leading into this conversation? We know it's going to be great because he's an engaging guest, but what are your thoughts leading in before we get to dive in with the mayor? Yeah, so Paul, I think uh, some of this information obviously isn't terribly uh, brand new. It's not breaking news at this point, uh, but we haven't really had a chance to talk about it too much yet. And there's still a lot of questions that uh, I think people have and answers that need to be uh, presented uh, as those questions get posed so that we all have a better understanding of what exactly, at least from the strong mayor's perspective, what exactly that means, what it looks like, when and how it can be used, why it would be used, all those kinds of things. And we're going to continue to look into that. I know that there's a report coming to council from our clerk's department, uh, again, to kind of help everybody understand what that looks like. But more than that, just what AMO is and why it's important that municipalities attend and what they do there. And we're going to hear firsthand from Mayor Campion, uh, you know, what the city of Welland was up to with their delegation while they were there uh, and, and really how these interactions and these networking opportunities help the city overall with some of the, the challenges that, that are faced uh, by so many. So, uh, yeah, as always, looking forward to catching up with the mayor and especially given, you know, some of the bigger, more timely news. Let's get to it. So once again on What's Up Welland, we are joined by Mayor Frank Campion. Uh, we're going to chat with him about a couple of things uh, that have occurred recently. Uh, but first and foremost, we'll just we'll welcome him back to the show. Mayor Campion, thanks again for joining us. It's always a pleasure. I enjoy it. So recently, um, AMO, the Association of Municipality of Ontario, uh, just wrapped up. Uh, the annual meeting just wrapped up. And of course, Welland had a delegation that was was present to talk about different things and we're going to talk about that today but to address probably one of the biggest things that came out of uh that particular week was the city of welland and yourself receiving these strong mayor powers um so we're not going to get too too deep into that today but given that it is a topic that is uh widely spoken about and certainly after its announcement um that those those powers will come into effect for you on november 1st what are your initial thoughts around having those powers, those strong mayor powers given to the city of Welland and, and through that to you? Well, I, I, I think it's a uh, it's a welcome um, announcement for us, particularly for myself, but I think for the municipality in general, because what it does, it's it's it gives me certain things that I can do without uh, council approval. And it's really what they've done is they've uh, delegated responsibility for certain things to the mayor. So things like being appointing the CAO, appointing certain um, senior management people, uh, approving the budget and so on. So these things are, are I, I believe, things that should rest with the mayor anyway, because if we get too political with 
say, an appointment of, of a CAO, it becomes a political appointment. Uh, from my perspective, this is the person I work with the most at City Hall or one of the people I work with the most at City Hall, very close connection with that person. And I understand what skills are required, um, what attitudes are required. So it's completely non-political for myself because when I'm going to pick somebody, they will do the best job that they can for a municipality. So I think that's significant. And the other thing is, you know, there if if we go against uh, political policy or, or provincial policy on planning, um, we can get into a lot of trouble. So we end up going to the LPAT or land tribunal, whatever they, they keep changing the name of it. But that becomes a very costly um, endeavor. And one of the things that they look at when we go into the, the system, you know, when there's a, a complaint register, we have to go there, is they're going to look at, does this comply with provincial policy? If the answer is yes, then they're probably going to side with the developer because it fits in with provincial policy. So one of the jobs that I have, if if for some reason council decides that, you know, let's we're going to say no, and our staff is telling us, look, it, it fits with all the policies, it enables me to say, look at you know, for the reason that we're going to lose, we're going to spend money and get us ourselves into more trouble and lose a bunch of, uh, you know, <laughs> caveats associated with it. It helps us to get get past that. And again, sorry, such a long answer, but the, the importance of that is that <clears throat> counselors will sometimes decide on something based on it's in my ward, uh, you know, it's bothering neighbors and that sort of thing. But you can't ignore the fact that the province is going to make us do it anyway. So if, it, it, if we get into that situation, it's going to save us a lot of trouble. And I believe a report will be coming to council uh, from the clerk's office just to further explain, because, again, this still, even though it was announced uh, for well and recently for other municipalities, it was announced some time ago. It is still very new. There is a lot of, I think, uncertainty and confusion about what is truly involved in and what powers uh you know how they work and a two-thirds majority for this and for that um so there is still lots of information to come out so we're not going to ask you now do you plan on using them and for what we're not going to put you on the spot because again i would imagine having this just being announced and with everything else going on it, there's a lot of time that still needs to, to pass for you to, to have that kind of settle and digest and and how they could be used and and things like that so We'll move on to our to our next. So you, kind of so you don't want me to say that I will use them as required. I, You're you not going to say whatever question. you want, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> that is entirely up well, to you. We'll talk about that again later. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mr. Mayor, one of the aspects of uh, receiving strong mayor powers is that it was tied to a housing pledge for meeting the provincial housing targets and associated funds that come with with these targets. So you just recently pledged to see 4,300 new units built in the city by 2031. What exactly does that number mean? What does this pledge mean? What, what can you tell us about making this and what that means for the future of what's development, development going to look like in Welland? Right. So first of all, it is a result of council passing resolution to, uh, 
to identify a number that we can target, which was sent to the ministry. That then resulted in them allocating us a certain number, which you're correct, is 4,300 homes in the next eight years. So it, it starts in January of this year. So it goes retroactive to January. And we, you know, we, what it means is we are going to be doing what we were going to do anyway. We just said made this pledge so that it becomes understandable. But more importantly, it allows us to access uh, provincial funding because a lot of these developments we can't uh, charge development charges on. So we have to replace that money. So in order for it to not fall back on the taxpayer, this enables us to get the money from an upper level government to replace the money that we're not getting for the DCs, essentially. So with the with this let's say boom of development that is going to happen over these next eight years. What does this mean for the geography in Welland? With regards to our urban boundary, are there anticipated changes? Not not at this time. So for us to achieve that 4,300 homes, we don't need to expand our urban boundary. And, and that's a critical point because it, it, it means that we're, we are cognizant of the fact that we do have green spaces around us that shouldn't be developed. We don't anticipate doing that. I can't tell you what's going to happen in the future because they may bump up numbers or, you know, all, all sorts, sorts of things can happen. But we certainly have room in the infrastructure within our urban boundary. So it makes it more affordable, number one, to build the houses, but also protects our, our green spaces around us. So, yeah, we don't we don't need to go there. So when talking about uh, the units that are going to be built, and, and obviously there is a recognized need for, um, you know, townhouses, apartments, you know, all types of mixed use housing, is one uh, detached home considered one unit and one apartment building considered one unit? Or how do those units work out to reach that that target number? Yeah, so number one is correct. You know, single house is one unit and a hundred unit apartment is a hundred units. So obviously, if the more we can, um, uh, you know, the more apartment buildings we can build, the better because it allows us to achieve our goals with, with a limited uh, footprint, right? A limited uh, uh, area of land, which uh, is more efficient, number one. But uh, I'll just go a little bit further, if you don't mind, because what's happening is we also need apartments in the city of Welland. Our, our vacancy rate is probably somewhere around 1%. So there are not enough apartments out there. And a person like myself, who's a little bit older than both of you, particularly you, Paul, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, getting into my years here and my, you know, family's moving away. My kids are gone. You know, I might be in a position, I say, I want to sell my house. And I have lots of friends in that position and they can't sell their houses because they got nowhere to go. They want to go into an apartment. It's, you know, easier for them to live. It's more cost effective for them. So this is really needed. I, and I can tell you, there's one apartment building that was built uh, by Skyline. Uh, it was, it was booked solid before they even started, before it was completed. So that's how the demand is so, so, so you know, large that uh, we get these things, they'll fill up very quickly. And it, and it helps us for affordability with seniors, number one, but also young people that want to have somewhere to live and they can't, can't afford to buy a house and they can, but they can't afford to live in an apartment or a condo. 
So, Mr. Mayor, we kind of danced around the, the idea of, of AMO at the very beginning. A lot of our questions up to this point have kind of been driven by what came out of that a couple of weeks ago, uh, give or take now. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with it, and there's probably quite a few, and for good reason, it's one of those things that, um, you know, maybe isn't as highly publicized sometimes or may not be of interest to, you know, the the common the common person outside of a, a municipal or provincial political lens. Uh, what is AMO? What is the purpose of, of attending the event? What is the purpose of the delegation that the city of Welland sends? And kind of what happens there and what are the goals, um, you know, and we'll just use the city of Welland in this case. What are the goals that the city of Welland hopes to achieve when attending these types of uh, conferences? There are lots of them, so I, I, I'm not going to go through all of them, but one of them is you have an opportunity to meet with people from other municipalities in Ontario. And that networking uh, allows us to, to share ideas and understand how other people are dealing with the same issues we have and likewise for other people. So you can get, get a lot of information just talking to people who are in the same position you are and how they're dealing with the, the issues. So you can get some good ideas that way and share ideas at the same time. Um, so that's one of them. They do put on programming. So uh, seminars and meetings and plenty, they call them plenary sessions. And so you get to discuss specific items like homelessness, uh, you know, uh, from a panel of experts. And then the, for me, the most important part of going to AMO is you have an opportunity to delegate to provincial ministers uh, you know, like uh, MTO and Minister of Health and all of the ministers. So we were very fortunate this year. I think we had between seven and nine meetings, which is phenomenal. When I'm talking to some of my, you know, counterparts throughout Ontario, they said, well, how did you get that many? So I, I said, we applied. Um, so that's the important part. And here's the interesting part. That you've got 10 minutes. So it's kind of funny when you get in there, you know, you've got 10 minutes and they knock on the door at 10 minutes. So when you hear the door knock, you know, it's time to get out. So what we're really trying to do is get them interested in something so that we can set up a future meeting, which is much longer. And we were very successful in all of those cases. And in particular, the uh, with the Minister of Health. It's kind of like speed dating for politicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, was there a particular seminar or presentation or we'll just say experience that happened at this year's AMO that you took away as particularly memorable or something that is, uh, if you can share something of kind of a, a beacon, a shining light yeah. that's hopeful for the city of Welland beyond what this meeting with for the Minister of Health? Well, I, I, I think the most important things that I got out of it were with meetings with the ministers. So I think it's worth mentioning, if you don't mind, because the, the Minister of Health is it was a critical one because we have had difficulty getting a meeting with the Minister of Health and we were very fortunate to get it this year because we we have our hospital I, and I need to talk to them about our hospital and improving our hospital and keeping our hospital and, and not, uh, you know, getting more beds in the hospital and that sort of thing. So my ask to them was simply, can I set up meetings with you to discuss our hospital? And the answer was yes. So that's a very significant thing because our hospital is we're just going to stay here, but we need it to be bigger and better. And so that's a conversation we're going to have with them, as well as creating a campus of care around the hospital. So by having their ear there, that's that's where you need to talk and advocate. So that was very important. The other one, which I thought was fantastic, was with the Ministry of Affairs and Housing. So the ministry officials there, but also their staff. And they asked to 
they, we, we work with the ministry on multiple levels and doing it for many, many years. So they know who we are. But one of the questions they asked was to Grant Monday, who was in the meeting with me. He's our planner, for those who don't know. Uh, and they asked him, how do you do that? How do you guys manage to get the shovels in the ground that fast? And how do you get, you know, how, how, how are you doing it? And of course, I said, it's a secret. Yeah, I could tell you, right? <laughs> and uh, But for them to ask that question is significant because there are 440 municipalities in Ontario, and they've identified us as one of the best in the area of uh, getting people shovels in the ground and getting houses built. So, and we did tell them why, but I'm not going to tell you here because it's still a secret. <laughs> so, Mr. Mayor, you, you mentioned Grant Monday, um, our, our Director of Planning and Development. Um, who else from the, you know, so obviously there was some staff there, yourself. Um, who is it typically uh, yourself and counselors and uh, senior staff that attend these uh, that attends the AMO or what's the mixture of, uh, of the people in the room? Yeah, it's both. So we had, uh, three members of, uh, staff with us and, uh, myself included three members of council, uh, me being the most important of all of those, uh, people <laughs> that we're identifying <laughs> in my mind, but, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, no, so it, it's a combination and, and I'll tell you why it's important to have both is because, a minister is a politician and the staff that they bring to these meetings, some of them have 15 or 20 staff members attending as well to hear what we have to say and deal with our issues. So I talk on the political side and our staff talks on the staff side. And it's not appropriate for me to tell their staff, you know, what to do or, you know, so they can have that conversation because our staff members are the people that are doing the work here. And they need assistance from the staff over there. And they, they make great connections. We do have great connections because it's been an ongoing process. But, yeah, those are the people that go. And typically, you know, we can have anywhere from, uh, you know, one counselor to, uh, you know, nine or ten. And honestly, the more counselors that are there, the better. Because it shows that it's not, you know, Frank can't be the most important person in the room. Uh, <laughs> but it's not it's not me. It's our municipality. So having staff members there and counselors there says this, you know, it's not just me saying it, it's the municipality saying it. this is what we need to have happen. Mr. Mayor, as we wind down, you, of course, get the last word. Who are we to get the last word here? Is there anything with regards to AMO, anything with regards to what we've covered in today's episode that Mark and I didn't think to ask that you'd like to take one dive, one last dive into the the last word is yours, sir. Wasn't last time Mark got the last word in. <laughs> we'll see what happens here. No, I think you, you've asked some great questions. I, I I think that the one thing that hadn't been mentioned and why it's so so important for us to be members of AMO and to attend the conference is because AMO Association of Municipalities of Ontario. It's an association. And they're our advocate for dealing with the province. So we deal directly with the province. They also take higher level issues uh, to the province for us. So it's they're representing all of the municipalities that are our members, and they they have a seat at the table. They can and do uh, converse with the province all the time. And so I think that's one of the key elements. And we elect representatives to be on the AMO board. Uh, currently, we have one member of the regional council who is a member of AMO. And so that, that's our person 
kind of talking for all of us here in Niagara and being a part of the conversation with the province. Well, Mr. Mayor, I'm only going to use the last words I have to thank you once again for joining us on What's Up Wellens. Always a pleasure to have you uh, come on the show and, and share some insight and information to, uh, to what's happening in the city, the things that uh, you as the mayor and council are up to. And of course, as uh, new things unfold, such as, you know, we touched on at the beginning, the strong mayor powers. Uh, obviously, we all know about the upcoming uh, governance, uh, provincial governance review facilitator, um, you know, lots of things that'll be happening. So uh, we'll certainly make sure to have you back to, to share that information with everybody, because I'm sure there's going to be a, a whole lot of interest. So thank you again, as always. So thank you again to Mayor Frank Campion for joining Paul and myself on What's Up Welland. A um, lot of really good information shared today, Paul. But I think one of the things that may be surprising for some people is just hearing about what senior staff, the mayor, council, what they do outside of city hall or outside of council chambers. They're at these meetings, they're working with ministers and discussing the topics and the challenges and the issues that, you know, our municipality faces, just like every other municipality uh, is doing the same at a conference like GAMO. Um, but, you know, there's so much that does happen, I'll say, out of the public view, even though, you know, AMO wasn't behind closed doors by any means. But, there's a lot of discussion that happens that needs to take place to get to the next discussion and to get to addressing a different or bigger picture. And and what the mayor was able to kind of communicate to us today was, was how those things get started. I mean, like he said, they had 10 minutes with a minister and their staff to kind of give them that elevator pitch of here's what we need from you, you know, on insert X topic. Um how can we further that dialogue? How can we continue that discussion? So, um, you know, outside of the strong mayor um, stuff, which, which of course is very relevant, very top of mind for people, I'll say it's probably the most recognizable piece uh, and the one people have a lot of questions about, you know, AMO was so much more than that. And it, it was just kind of nice to hear the mayor talk about all the different things that they do there. I thought it was nice to hear that this is not a conference where it's just one group from the city that attends. It's not just something for the elected officials. It's not just something for staff. They are there together. They are a united presence on behalf of the city of Welland. And the mayor mentioning that the development that's going on here being recognized and noted as to how are you doing this, um, that... I don't know, that's got to be a source of pride. That's got to be a nice feeling to hear. And then to be able to pass on to the staff that are doing the work, that, uh, that that's some nice recognition that he was able to dip into. All of the other information that he shared with regards to strong their powers and with regards to how these meetings, as you spoke to, get those future conversations, those bigger conversations started. Um, fantastic to, to learn about and we knew it was going to be a great episode and we know that we have other great conversations and episodes to look forward to with him. So I'm going to end on that note of thank you, Mr. Mayor, for joining us today. And we look forward to hosting you again in the near future for all of Mayor Campion's and previous guests episodes and for all of our future episodes. Visit us at engagewelland.ca. Stay tuned because we've got a host of other great conversations and stories to share as the rest of this year plays out. 